Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to the SCL Mortgage Show. I'm Sandy Clough, along with Larry Jager of SCL Mortgage. 303-790-2222 is the phone number by which you can contact SCL MySpecialMortgage.com is the website, and the football season, Larry, has come to an end. So uh, I know. our weekly football conversations uh, uh, will end uh, this week. Uh, look back a little bit. You watched the Super Bowl last Sunday. Uh, I did. I did. And good morning, Sandy. It's good to be here with you, as always. Um, I thought it was a pretty good game. I, in fact, it was a really good game. Well, there's some who feel it was the best Super Bowl. Yeah, now, really. Fans always have their favorites because, yeah, invariably their favorite Super Bowls will involve their team winning the game. Uh, of so course, it yeah. might not have been Philadelphia's favorite Super Bowl. They probably prefer the one they won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Six and years they, ago, five and, years ago. Uh, but uh, I thought it was a great game and uh, pulling for Philadelphia to an extent. But uh, we saw Patrick Mahomes without the dazzling numbers. Uh, prove himself, I think, in this game to be an all-time great. Boy, didn't he turn it around in the second half? I, I don't know what Andy Reid told those guys, but they, they played a perfect second half. It, it was, on I, wasn't perfect. it three out of three touchdowns? Yes, and yeah. it should have been four out of four. It could they, have been. They were trying not to score at the end, right? The clock running. They could have so easily, it, easily gone easily in. been four for four <laughs> against as good a defense probably as there has been in the league uh, this year. Uh, you wondered uh, uh, about. Uh, how badly they got out coached in the second half because they thought in the first half it flipped that Philadelphia's staff out coached uh, the Kansas City staff uh, in the first yeah. half. And if it hadn't been for the Hurts fumble, it would have been a 14 to 20 point game at halftime instead right. of just a 10 point lead uh, for the Eagles. But uh, credit to the Chiefs, uh, who are now a dynasty of two. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my view of dynasties is that you need three uh, consecutively or three out of four years in this day and age, probably qualifies. Uh, they can take sort of a shot at doing something close to that if they're able to repeat next year, and there's no reason they can't. Well, they got, um, what, this This is two out of three, right? And uh, Yeah, well, actually two out of four. Is it four? So next year would be three out of five. Okay. Because they lost one. They've been in three Super Bowls in four years, but they lost the middle one That's right. to Tampa. Yep. And, of course, next year if they get there, it could be four and five. And I think it's remarkable not only that they've won uh, the AFC West for six straight years. A long years, time. Uh, since the uh, Broncos. Actually, it's been seven straight years. But that they've been in conference championship games, I believe, for five years in a row. That sounds right. Yeah. And that's fairly amazing and hosted all of them at home field advantage for every one. So, uh, again, credit to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, back to the mortgage business. And I okay. Guess, uh, you've partnered with yet another lender. You were telling me about this right before we came on today. Uh, SBA Loans, do I have that right? We do, or you do, yes. Um, I'm really, really excited about this, Sandy, because – there is a there's a vast need out there for people that want SBA loans. 
So we've partnered with uh, with a bank and a, a gentleman that I think we'll have on the radio at some point in the not-too-distant future. For those not familiar, remind us of what SBA stands for. Okay, a Small Business Administration. Right. And it's, you know, funded by the government, and its its purpose is exactly that. People who are in a small business and need funding, and, and actually not so small. I mean, you can... There's two different um, <clears throat> two different programs, Sandy. One is a is a seven A, and the other is a, a five hundred four. And you can actually borrow up to ten million dollars on on these programs, anywhere from like a hundred thousand to ten million. So that's uh, that's not a small business, actually. It's a little out of my league, but uh, yeah, I, I small business. <laughs> I don't know. Well, would I like ten million? Yeah, but I don't know if I'd like the payment on it. So, um, <clears throat> but I, I'm really, really excited about this because these guys know this business inside and out. They've been doing this forever, and uh, like I said, there's there's two levels. There's a seven A and the five hundred four. And now we were able to offer those. So I, anybody out there that has an interest, I'd like them to call me. Um, our extension, is, my my extension is is two hundred. So they can right. call our number. Mine mine is two hundred. And and until I get all of our loan officers familiar with this, they need to talk to me because I'm I'm pretty much familiar with it. So yeah, absolutely. This is an entirely different arena in which you're playing now, uh, and. That's exciting. Obviously. It is. Um, we've learned over the years how many self-employed people there are, right? Right. On the front range. So uh, I bet you'll get a considerable amount of business from this. I, I think we will, Sandy. As we know, uh, there are more self-employed people out there than I even imagined. And with all the bank statement loans we've done for self-employed people, uh, you know, these people are all self-employed, and maybe um, they have a need for SBA loans. And the, there's such a wide range of these. I remember we did a loan for some people that uh, are in health clubs, and we've done some uh, a loans for people that, well, there's so many different ones. One I remember in uh, Colorado Springs, this um, uh, person by the name of Louie had, I think, five or six pizza shops and a bar, and... He's there's a way to expand if he wants to buy more stuff. And and um, yeah, so I would really encourage people if if you're self-employed and need an SBA loan, give us a call. We can talk about it. Even if you are today, you're a W-2 pay stub pay stub folks that maybe you have a need for you want to branch off and you want to start something that's self-employed for whatever reason. There's an opportunity for you to do that as well. So, um, yeah, I should I should tell you this, Sandy, that um, I, I brought along this brochure that I got from uh, our bank partner, and for there, there's a lot of different applications for this, Sandy. So, business acquisitions for one, uh, business startups, expansion, relocation, uh, commercial real estate, whether somebody wants to buy something or refinance it. Uh, equipment financing, even working capital, you can do that on an SBA loan. And if you want to, if you have some debt that you want to look at refinancing, maybe it's gotten too expensive and because prime has gone up, uh, and SBA, you can fix these interest rates in. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a, there's a whole range of people that I think this could apply to. So uh, this is fairly all-encompassing. 
this really is a, a new world. And, and again, hit the highlights for us, if you could, because that's sure. a lot of information, uh, none of which we've uh, communicated to our audience before. So uh, give, once again, the two okay. or three highlights that if people are listening today, we'll talk about this program more in the we coming need to. weeks. Yeah. We need to, and we'll have a guest on who could help us out with all of that, but two or three of the highlights that you want people to take away from the show today. Okay, so the SBA, like we said, is is uh, sponsored by the government. It's a small business administration loan package, and there are two really specific loans. There's a 504 and there's a 7A, and they're used for different purposes. So, And again, you can borrow as little as $100,000 or up to $10 million on these programs. So the $10 million, of course, is major products, major pur- purposes. May- maybe you're buying uh, the building you're in, something like that. So the 7A is used more for uh, loan purpose, inclu- general loan purpose, but including real estate. So, again, I would say if people want to buy out an acquisition, or they want to buy out their partner, uh, maybe it's a business startup, which I mentioned, yeah. you know, maybe somebody is has a W-2 and a pay stub, but you want to invest in this business. That's possible with SBA. So commercial real estate, purchaser refinance, uh, leasehold construction, equipment financing, working capital, and even if you want to refinance something that you already have um, through a local bank or whatever, SBA can be, uh, be used for that as well. So lots of lots of applications. When we come back, we'll circle back and talk about the recent bank merger engaged in by SCL Mortgage that uh, uh, began basically at the start of the month. Yes. Uh, actually, one or two days before that, it was a Monday. It, it, February correct. 1st was a Wednesday. But uh, we'll talk about that okay. a little bit because, again, this is new for some people. We've been only talking about it for, uh, what, the past uh, couple of weeks. Right, in, right. In some detail where we're able to uh, identify uh, the bank uh, that is partnering with you specifically, and we'll do more of that type of conversation as we continue with the SCL Mortgage Show, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com, Sandy Clough, Larry Jager of SCL Mortgage. This is Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. This is the SCL Mortgage Show, only broadcast every Saturday between 7 and 8 a.m. here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. I'm Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, as always has joined us from SCL Mortgage. Let's circle back on your recent bank merger for a few minutes. I know you're okay. very excited about this and for a host of reasons. So, again, tell our listeners about the reasons you're so excited and maybe some of those reasons have developed over the last couple of weeks. Well, they have, Sandy. And, you know, I, I think I told you my very first mortgage life was a mortgage company owned by a bank. And <clears throat> I was in um, in California at the time. I'm, I'm not from California. I'm from North Dakota. But, you know, I got out of school and um, went to California. And this guy in a health club recruited me. He said, you've got to come into the mortgage world. You'd be really good at it. Well, I didn't know much about mortgages at the time. But as it turned out, it, it really fit me. Because I like I like helping people, and I like real estate, and I like finance, and, and that was all-encompassing. So here we are 35 years later, and I remember that very vividly. There's so many reasons why 
so many good reasons why a mortgage company should partner with a bank. And honestly, I've been looking for this for quite a while, a a really long while. And we found this bank, and and the bank is uh, Luminate Bank, um, excuse me, um, out of the Midwest. And I really, really like these guys because they know the mortgage business very, very well. And so for so many reasons, Sandy, that – this merger was a good thing for us and for our customers. Uh, the speed at which they do things, the speed at which they underwrite and fund. And, and oh, by the way, we funded our first loan with them uh, this week. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's only we'll been... talk about that maybe a little bit okay. in, the, in the email segment. Oh, well, absolutely we can. Good time for it, right? Okay, absolutely. Then we can flush it out a little bit. Okay, good idea. So, and and technology. I mean, this bank has got so much technology. There's, oh gosh, there's, you know, we used to use a, a loan operating system called uh, Point or Calix. Now we've graduated to something called Encompass. Much faster, much easier, and we're able to price loans that way. We have this CRM that's called Total Expert, um, which our, our loan officers really love. We have this uh, apply online, which is called Simple Nexus, which is probably even better than what we had before. I thought ours was pretty good, but this is is even better. So, you know, uh, now we have basically everything under one roof, Sandy. So before, when we were SEL Mortgage prior to this merger, um, it, it worked well, but we had to have a compliance desk. We had to have a disclosure desk. We had to have all these things. But now this is all done at the bank. In fact, HR's done there, payroll's done there. And my wife, my wife said, what am I going to do now? And I said, don't worry, honey. There's plenty of stuff for us to do. Plus, we're licensed now in 48 states around the country. Um, so we want to focus on helping more people in, in every state that we're licensed in, which is, which is a lot. And if you think about it, um, we are operating more, should I say, we're closing loans a lot faster, a lot faster. We used to talk about 30, maybe 45 days. This, this underwriting department we have is just, just the best. And so, um, we're we're really really excited about it, Sandy. So, um, I, I I can't say enough about it. So, and our oh, and I should say our pricing is even better because we are direct with the agencies, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, uh, VA, FHA, uh, all and and USDA as well. So, um, it's a it's a good thing for them. It's a good thing for us, and it's even better for our customers. Well. Uh- that partially answers the next question I'm, I was going to ask you about the benefits uh, of uh, being associated uh, with a, a bank. And I, I think you called it agency approved. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah. So, you know, as as SCL Mortgage, before we were merged with this bank, if you want to be agency approved, like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and all that. I mean, there's very pretty pretty steep requirements. If the last time I checked, I think you had to have a $5 million net worth and all, all these things that go along with it. But as a bank, that makes it a little bit easier. And, and our bank, our, our partner, they are agency approved. So they are 
we can sell loans to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. We sell loans direct to FHA and VA. We sell loans direct to USDA. And there's a whole host of investors that that want to buy our loans because, <clears throat> one, there are a lot of purchase money loans. And, two, the price – I think we have an edge over all the competition right now, pricing, or Sandy, because our pricing is better. Because when you're selling direct to the agencies, you're sort of eliminating that middleman, and, and yeah. he wants his cut. So if we can sell direct to the agencies, pricing is better, better for our customers – and it, it, the list goes on and on. And, again, remind our listeners what it means if, let's say, Luminate owns your loan. Or does Fannie Mae own your loan? That's, that's a really great question. So um, our bank, uh, <clears throat> Luminate, will own a percentage of loans that they fund. And that's kind of, um, you know, you sell off some to Fannie Mae, some, some to Freddie Mac. And that's kind of... Um, what you do, and and it's also uh, a profitable um, what they what they do when you sell those loans, but they also keep loans on the books. So a lot of people think if it, it, you talk to them and say, "Well, Wells Fargo owns my loan," or U.S. Bank owns my loan. No, maybe they don't because, and and you don't even know it probably because maybe Wells Fargo will service your loan, but they don't own it. They've sold it off to Fannie Mae, right? So. Even, I mean, it's, it, Wells Fargo is obviously very huge. So let's say, for example, they fund $5 billion a, a, a month. Well, <laughs> even Wells Fargo is going to run out of money at some point. So what you do is you package those loans and sell them to Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae will do a securitization and on and on and on it goes. But, but maybe Wells Fargo will keep that loan. So... It's not necessarily that Wells or U.S. Bank owns the owns that loan. They've probably sold it off, but they will keep the servicing of it. So you make your loan you make your loan payment to Wells Fargo. Before I hooked up, <clears throat> before I hooked up with you, I had no idea really <laughs> uh, about who might own my loan or anybody else's. Right, I, I would say. Probably a majority of your customers don't necessarily know. Is it important to know? No. Or not so much? I get the feeling that it probably doesn't matter too much unless you're a curious person. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could you could say that and, and you could check with your with your lending institution or and say, who owns my loan? And hopefully the banker that you call knows, but it's probably not going to say that on a statement, Sandy. It's not probably not going to say it anywhere. They want you to make your payments. You make your payments on time, and they're happy. But here's what happens. Let's say your payment is $3,000. So you make your payment of $3,000. That bank will remit part of that to Fannie Mae, actually the most of it, and they will keep a small po- a portion of that as the servicing of the loan and and their cut to do that. So, yeah, you're right. It's not really that important that somebody knows it. The most important part is make your payments on time and everybody loves you. So. <laughs> That's right. That's one thing we can always count on. And uh, that it, that's something you've advised from from the beginning. Make your payments on time. 
Oh, that's so huge. I mean, if you especially during the loan process, yes. continue to make your <laughs> make your payments. Don't ever ever miss that. So it's it's so vitally important. If you miss a mortgage payment, that has a devastating effect on your credit score. It kills it. It does. I mean, it, I it could be sixty, a hundred points. It could be whatever. But so your payments always due on the first. That's just about every loan in the country, and it's late on the sixteenth. So there's a grace period in there, but you absolutely want to make it. If you're if you're struggling or whatever, you know, maybe during the pandemic where people were struggling. But if you are, then you should call us, and we we can help you figure something out. But that is probably the most uh, the most most important thing on your credit report because it's a big loan, typically, right? And of course, you don't want to miss any payments, but that's a big loan, and that can uh, that can really hurt you. Three zero three seven nine zero twenty two twenty two is the phone number for SCL dot com is the website. We'll come back, and we're going to do customer emails a little bit differently today because, as Larry mentioned earlier, you did your first loan, yeah, with Luminate. We did this week. And I want you to go through the process, which you indicated earlier, is much more streamlined now. You know, you can do loans in about half the time. Yes. Yeah. And and you know what? The one that funded, I have got a good story for you on this. All right. We love your stories. Okay. So we'll uh, look forward to this one as we continue. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager of SCL Mortgage, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. This is Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. All right, time now for customer emails. But uh, again, as indicated, we're going to do it a little bit differently this week because uh, you had a first uh, this week. You don't have a lot of firsts in the history of right. SEO Mortgage. But you had a first this week because since your merger with Luminate Bank, uh, you've been able to uh, work on this first loan. And the official partnership is, what, about two and a half weeks old? Right, right. Maybe a little more than that. A little Almost more. three yeah. weeks. Come Monday, it will be three weeks. But you've already got a loan closed, which speaks to what you said earlier about a more streamlined, efficient process. You know, all of our loans right now, Sandy, are going through this merger. And, <clears throat> in fact, we actually started – just prior to the 30th when it became official. A lot of our loan officers were sending loans to uh, our bank partner and because the programs were better or maybe the pricing was better or whatever. So um, I heard about this loan. Um, I think the the customer's name was Lowell, uh, L-O-W, and one of our loan officers, Dave Beckman, was one of the first ones to submit the loan to our bank partner. And this was a little little bit different, Sandy. So um, he, I think his daughter referred her best friend to Dave because they're buying a house. And I think the, um, the, spou- the two spouses, I- I'm not sure what Mrs. Lowe did, but uh, Mr. Lowe is a preacher. And it gets even better. So... I've done, over the course of a lot of years, I've done loans for preachers that are, you know, maybe uh, not not so much in a Catholic church because that, that's a little different, but in a non-denominational church. Most of the time, their income is paid uh, with a housing allowance. So maybe they have an income of X, but included in that check 
is a housing allowance. So you have to know what you're doing if you're if you're going to underwrite a pastor's loan. So as it turns out, this underwriter that we have, which is our underwriter all the time, absolutely understood this. So there's a portion of the pay stub and a portion of the the W-2 that goes to housing allowance and also the portion that goes to uh, a paycheck. So she wanted to uh, check the guidelines, which she did, and turns out she was right. And that loan sailed through the system like in two weeks. And and it closed on uh, this week on uh, Friday. So we were, <laughs> it 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 couldn't have worked out better because they got the house they they really wanted. Their their kids were happy. They've emotionally moved into it like everybody does, right? So, um, <clears throat> and we honestly did not even tell them that the underwriter wanted to check the guidelines because. They really didn't need to know, and we didn't want to get any um, apprehension or fear or whatever in in their in their minds. So, uh, yeah, the the loan closed on time, exactly the way it's supposed to be, and everybody's happy. They got their keys, and uh, the realtors. There were some realtors involved, and they got their um, their commission. So, it uh, it couldn't have been better. Tell me, not that you couldn't have done this type of loan before. Because you said you've done them, yes, before, and I'm a little bit familiar with the process since we've gone through some changes uh, in our church. So I'm a little bit familiar with the housing allowance okay. uh, idea. But uh, tell me if you can how long the loan might have taken to to process and complete without the merger. Before the merger, would it have been a week longer? two weeks longer? It could be a week or it could be two weeks, Andy, because prior to this, we had several different investors that we sold loans to. And we would go on, you know, where's the best pricing today or where's our our best relationship? But it would depend on the underwriter who got that loan. If this underwriter wasn't familiar with uh, loans for pastors, that would be a problem. And if they were never familiar with it, that, that could be even worse. So they'd have to check the guidelines and, and maybe they couldn't do it. Sometimes underwriters, you know, here's the difference in, in underwriters, Sandy. We have underwriters that want to do loans. Or you can go to some people that they try to figure out a way not to do loans. So we have underwriters. I'm so glad to see this. And, and we, oh, that's uh, exactly what I was looking for. So we have um, we have underwriters that really want to do loans. And I remember um, our loan officer, Dave Beckman, said, this underwriter is really liking this loan, and she's going to figure out a way to do it. Check a little guidelines. Boom. It's all done. And we closed. They got the keys. And so just can you imagine your very first loan is sales through like just amazing and if we'd had issues with it then you you know you might question did we make the make the right decision sandy but no this was good and 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 since then uh we've gotten approvals on several other loans we've submitted there well we're happy for it's the lows lows yes and uh david uh, beckman yes yes very capable uh shepherding the uh process 
And so congratulations to them. Okay, let's get to uh, a few emails here. Okay. You've got. We've got so you tell me uh, when, when we're out of time. So this came from Ted and Donna, who said, Hi, Larry and Sandy. I'm 68 years old, and my wife is 64. Due to uh, our health issues, we'd like to, we would like to retire earlier than expected. So I've heard you mention reverse mortgages mm-hmm. on your show. So is that something we should look at? Well, uh, it certainly could be, um, Ted and Donna, because, and I, speaking of Dave Beckman, we would probably um, ask him to call you because he knows reverses very, very well. And, um, you know, we have... Um, Probably with all the equity that we've accumulated over the last several years, you have that, and you are um, you're probably prime for a reverse mortgage and get rid of that mortgage payment every month. So, thanks for uh, getting a hold of us, Ted and Donna. Okay, this came from Ross, who said we are currently in a home that includes mortgage insurance. What do we need to do to get this eliminated? Well, <clears throat> Ross, um, here's the here's the rule. When you buy a home and you put 20% down, you don't have mortgage insurance. But if you're looking to refinance and get rid of that, you have to have, I I don't know how they came up with this, but you have to have 22% equity. So it's like 78% encumbered. So uh, yes, and and most likely you have with all the appreciation we've gotten over the past several years. So yeah, if your your mortgage insurance could be a hundred, two hundred, it could be even more than that. So if we can get rid of that, there's twenty four hundred, twenty six hundred, whatever dollars uh, savings per year. So um, let's take a look at that. Um, okay, this one came from Ellie, who said, "I have lived in an apartment for a few years now, and my rent went up again. So I did sign a one year lease, but would like to buy a home after that." I have lots of questions, and I don't know how much money this is going to take. Is this too early to talk to a loan officer? So it's not too early, and we're, we're more than happy to help you, Ellie. So here's the thing. Once, you, once we close on a home and you have your, your um, mortgage payment, there's no more rent increases. That mortgage payment is going to stay there just as long as you want it to. Now, maybe your taxes go up a tiny bit or maybe homeowner's insurance. But no more rent increases. And you can make your payment based on your mortgage, not your landlord's mortgage. So thanks for the email, um, Ellie. Uh, Okay, this came from Tanya. She said, I was talking to a friend yesterday who got their loan from SEL, and they were very happy. My husband and I, unfortunately, already got qualified with another mortgage company, but were kind of less than happy. Can we switch to SEL instead? If so, how do we do that? Well, you absolutely can. And I can promise you, you're not you're not going to be dissatisfied with SCL Mortgage because our loan officers are great. Our operations people are are the best out there. So absolutely, you can switch. You're not, you don't, just because you started with somebody doesn't mean you have to finish with them. So we'd want to find out if it's a purchase or a refi and all that good stuff. But we're more than happy to, to have you as a customer. Okay, um, this came from George, who said, My wife makes more money than I, but I have the better credit score. So how does this work for a mortgage? So that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, and a very legitimate question. So 
Uh, it's common in the industry all the time. We have to take the lower of the two FICO scores. And, George, it's okay because women always have better FICO scores than we do. E- even in my case, my, my wife is a few points higher than I, and I don't know how she does it, because, but it's okay. So if she's got a, a slightly better credit score, that's okay, but we do have to use yours. And even if she makes more money than you or you make more money in her, in her that kind of doesn't matter because we're going to take the lump sum of all of it. So good question, George. I appreciate it. Um, this is from Frank and Hope. Uh, hi, guys. Since COVID, my wife and I work from home, and we can work in any state wherever we want to. We have decided to move to either Texas or Florida, and I heard you on the air saying that you're approved in several states. So can we get qualified with SEL and go shopping in both states? Absolutely, you can. We are licensed in both Florida and Texas, and we can approve you, pre-approve you for X amount of home, X amount of mortgage, whatever you know, whatever you want to put down. And if you happen to buy in Florida or Texas, that's totally fine. We're approved in both. Okay. Um, I have time for one more. One more. Okay, good. Um, this came from Troy. He said, I currently rent a duplex, and my landlord has mentioned he would be willing to sell it to me if I can do this in a year or so. I think he will give me a good deal, but I'm not sure if my income would qualify me for the whole thing. So can I talk to someone to see what my options are? Well, here's good news for you, Troy. You have uh, you want to buy this duplex, so either there's a renter in the other part of the duplex or you're going to get one. So you can use that income to offset your debt-to-income ratios. So it's perfect. It's perfect. You can live in one. The other, um, the other tenant can live in the other one, and you can use that income to help qualify for the mortgage. So, absolutely. Thanks for uh, getting a hold of us, Troy. And thank all of you for your emails this week again. Uh, as we neglected to mention earlier, these are all fresh emails. They've come in within the last week. Ted and Donna, Ross, Ellie, Tanya, George, Frank and Hope, and Troy, thank you for your emails. We'll have more next week. When we come back... Uh, We'll see if Larry is still bullish on the notion that interest rates will come down this year. That's next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. This is Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, back to uh, our main subject, week in and week out on this program. Yep. Interest rates, and I assume you're still bullish on interest rates coming down this year. I am still bullish, Sandy. Um, Although I will tell you, uh, we had a little hiccup this week. Interest rates ticked up a little bit. Not not crazy, but a little bit because of the uh, consumer price index and all these different things. And I... Frankly, I don't understand all, all, all of it. Good. Them. I'm glad you don't. <laughs> all I I know the interest rate. Oh, it's uh, I need. I guess we need our bow tie economist yeah. back on. He he, he knows all that stuff uh, probably better than any of us. But, um, but it's a minor uptick. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't huge. When when we say minor, that could be, you know, a sixteenth or even an eighth. And that's 
big in our world. So, uh, no, I'm not talking about, you know, when uh, interest rates went up a full point or anything like that. But I will say that I am still bullish on interest rates coming down. And we still have a little time. Well, we got we got half the quarter for this quarter. So they we were talking about interest rates coming down the latter part of this quarter. Yes. And also in July and August, which could be a really good thing. And and they're really talking about, you know, interest rates between five or five and three quarters, something like that, where they where they are and have been forever. Right. So pretty much forever, pretty much forever. Last 20 years or so. So I, I'm sorry, 15 years. No, that's not right. 50 years. And um, so that, like you said uh, before, would you like it if interest rates were between 5 and 6% all the time? We would love that. So, <laughs> because we had uh, Greg, your friend Greg yes. on from Luminate yes. a few weeks ago. And Greg is you know, down to earth guy, not mm-hmm. given to great fluctuations and yeah. uh, expressing himself, he said he'd be ecstatic, ecstatic if interest rates forevermore remain somewhere between 5 and 6%. That's the way they should be. That's the way they've been for 50 years. And, and you know, we don't need uh, interest rates at the 9 10 12% like my first house and the 2 3% like we had a few years ago. It's that just was not- never going to last. No, it, it couldn't. It, it just that was because of the pandemic, and good for a lot of people. But here's normal. Here's between yes. five and six percent where Thank they should you. always be. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that would be great. Tell me about the housing market. You still pretty mm. excited about where that's going to? I I am. <clears throat> Excuse me, Sandy. I am excited because for reasons maybe I've mentioned it before, but um, I'm reading that builder confidence is not so high these days and if that's the case then builders are not bringing houses out of the ground as fast and it it takes a while anyway by the time a builder buys a a parcel of land and then they want to get all their permits and maybe they want to do some stuff i know there's a there's like 336 acres behind where we live in castle rock and, oh, my gosh, I, I can't even imagine how many homes they're going to put on there. But what happens is if you normally you tie something up with a, in a purchase contract and they don't close on it because maybe they want to move a street or they want to move a pond or they want to they want to make sure they can get all their permits before you actually close. So that may drag their feet. And then the by the time they get houses out of the ground, that may drag their feet. And the other reason, Sandy, is there are some people out there that have these low rates, like we had several years ago, and which is prohibiting them from moving to the next house. So they said, well, I, we got a really good rate. I don't know if we want to move. So maybe they want to do some things to their house, which they should call us because we've got home renovation loans and all that. So if this buyer doesn't move to the next house, that house is not available for sale. So I think come spring and summer, there's going to be, there's not going to be as many houses for sale, which I'm saying to buyers that want to buy now, this is not a bad time to buy, as opposed to waiting until spring or waiting until summer when everybody wants to buy. So I would encourage you, if you're even thinking about that, get a hold of us, let's get you pre-approved, 
And if you want to buy, then you're ready. And, of course, there do seem to be a lot of buyers out there. There are. There really are. I mean, look around. When you're driving up and down I-25, how many apartment buildings are going up? Oh, my gosh. They're, I mean, take a drive from, say, Colorado Springs up to the northern part of uh, Denver. There's <laughs> a drive that I've made a few times lately. Yeah. And I, I've noticed the same thing. Even uh, where our office is in Lone Tree. Yes. They're, oh, all the time, these uh, and and apartments are not cheap anymore, right? And they keep going up. So, so, and there's a lot of people moving in here. Remember last week we talked about how many people are moving into Denver Metro with incomes in a hundred or a hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year. Man, if you you're going to like Colorado, you're I know you're going to like it. We've got so many things to do here. So, but let's not throw your money away on rent. Let's get a hold of us and and get you approved for a house because there's not that many of them out there. And again, uh, we had an email on this on uh, reverse mortgages, but you're still doing those just to reinforce that yes. idea. Yes, yes, we are. In fact, um, I didn't realize um, Dave does a lot of reverse mortgages. Now we have other loan officers who've who've gotten very familiar with them. But with our new bank merger, some of those loan officers are are just, I mean, it's five, six, seven, eight, eight reverse mortgages per month. That's a lot of loans, which tells me that there's a lot of people out there that maybe want to retire and maybe need a reverse and they don't want to write a check every month for their mortgage payment. And... Um, I could be one of those guys <laughs> that could, be, but I'm not ready to retire. I I, I don't want to go there. So um, you and I keep talking for a long time, Sandy. That's right. That's yeah. right. All right. Uh, we'll talk about the abs and the hockey picture around town next week, but we got a few seconds left to talk about the Nuggets here, and it couldn't be going much better, and the trade deadline's come and gone, so teams right. are set. The Nuggets made a couple of moves, which I think were good moves. Added uh, players, subtracted one, but added two. Uh, one hasn't played yet, Reggie Jackson, who people will remember perhaps from uh, about 15, 16 years ago. He played down in the Springs. Oh, yes, High yes, School yes, yes. And went to Boston College and has been uh, a very solid guard, either starting part-time or coming off the bench, which he'll be doing here in Denver. And Thomas Bryant is a 25-year-old center from the Lakers, who with Anthony Davis being hurt all the time, got a lot yeah. of playing time earlier this year. Average about 22 minutes a game, 12 points, uh, seven, eight rebounds a game. Very solid numbers. And will give the Nuggets a young backup center, which they really haven't had before. A young athletic backup center uh, who is very productive and understands that Backing up Nikola Jokic does not mean he'll be playing those 22 minutes a game that he was <laughs> right, getting right. With, uh, with the Lakers, but he's on a much better team, a first-place team. And it really, to me, right now comes down to two teams in the West, Phoenix adding Kevin Durant and, of course, right, Denver. Right. And in the East, you've got Boston and Milwaukee fighting it out for the uh, top spot. Clearly the four best teams in basketball. wouldn't surprise me if uh, uh, those four – ended up one way or another getting to the conference finals and opposing one another. Oh, that would be awesome. And 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 I'm, I think uh, everybody in Denver is is really hoping that happens and maybe we come away with a championship. Oh, the Nuggets would... have never won 40 games as quickly 
as they did this year in getting to uh, win number 40. I didn't and know that. So they are ahead of, uh, at least in the NBA mm-hmm. years, going back to 76, 77, their first year in the NBA. They've never won 40 games as quickly as they've won them uh, this year. Uh, Jokic had an off night the other night. He only had 14 points, I heard 13 that. rebounds, and 10 assists. <laughs> and that's so an off night. it's a triple-double, but that for him is an off night yeah. since he's averaging a triple-double. This year, it really wasn't an off night. He didn't take many shots. He didn't have to. The Nuggets are playing Dallas, yeah. uh, which is still trying to figure out when Kyrie Irving's going to play and when he's not going to play. He didn't play the other night. Uh, Doncic, uh, I was telling a friend at the beginning of the game, he'll get 40. The Nuggets win by 10. Well, I was off. He had 37, and the Nuggets won by 9. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll live with Your that. Your predictions uh, are pretty, off, pretty Sandy. Close, pretty close. Pretty close. Oh, good stuff. We'll see you next week. And, uh, Larry, thank you once again. And more partnership. And the rate we're going, it's once a month <laughs> we'll be announcing some kind of partnership deal you've got This going. is great, Sandy. We've got so many things to offer our customers. And now, SBA loans. 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. This has been the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough for Larry Jager of SCL Mortgage. We'll see you next week on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SCL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 